0: I'm proud of them for more than just winning the game. They're awesome. Alright, guys, welcome to Metro Praise Elevate. It's so good to see you all. Like I said, I know the summer's coming to an end. How many were sad? How many you excited for school? Ooh, I had a feeling. I know, I know. When school's crying. almost over, you're like, I can't wait. I Another can't wait for summer. And then you go through the summer and you're like, I'm bored. I can't wait for to school to start. And now school's me, coming around the corner. I know some of you are feeling that. Oh, homework! Ah. All right. Well, I'm so glad, guys. Gonna, it's gonna—it's the new season, and we are so excited here at Elevate to be a part of that, and for you guys to come and let us pour into you every Friday and every. Tuesday. So here at Metro Praise, we're all about loving God and loving people. That's the vision of our church. And as a youth group, we emphasize that as well. We want to love God and love people. And how do we love God? By loving people, by living holy. And we want our strategy to love, or I'm sorry, our strategy, can you it down a little bit? I feel like I'm yelling. Our strategy to love God and love people is them know who he is and what he did for them, mentoring people to understand what it means to follow Jesus, which is being a disciple, and sending them out so that they can make other followers of Jesus disciples and our get you plugged in. We want to love on how you. and teach you about Jesus down, how to live holy, how to live for God, and what that's all about. So if you have questions about that, what that looks like, come talk to myself, Pastor Adam, or one of our adults here. We'd we'll love to help you understand more about that, talk to you, pray for you, and even get you connected in discipleship. Another great way to, pray to get connected is in life groups. We want to um, and emphasize that life groups is an awesome time. Right now we are just making life just fun. We make the bands, so we're planning it out. It's not every single Tuesday, it's the second and fourth. Everyone say the second, the second, and the fourth. The second and the fourth Tuesday of every month we meet. So when you look at your calendar, you count how many Tuesdays and you count the second one and the fourth one, okay? That's when we'll be meeting. We'll be meeting at Pastor Adam's house unless otherwise specified. August August, we're going to have a special event planned. So if you guys have questions, I have it all posted up on our life group page. Thirty-five. I know many of you know it, but it's on the screen to read aloud with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Acts 2035. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's close our eyes as we pray. Father, we want to be blessed, God, so let us remember that as we earn money, as we work hard, God, that we wouldn't be greedy, Lord, but we would break that heart of greed, Lord, and we would freely give our 10% to you, for we know you are the provider of all things, of our jobs, of our homes, God, every open door, God, we know that you make a way for us, and Lord, we just want to freely give god that 10 percent? we ask that you bless each person in this room individually bless their families god that you would provide you give them favor you uh, um, it would be abundant in their lives god that their favor that you have for them because of their obedience to tithe lord would be so obvious to the world lord that you continue to make ways when we see no way god we love you and we trust you with our finances and everything we do lord as you give, There's a bucket right up here. Come on up. After you guys give your offering, you can feel free to come up. We're going to get ready for worship.
1: one two three I just right, give Jesus a nice round of applause come on let's give him some praise in his place one two three you can turn off the music for me please just one two three look to him and say I don't bite yeah yeah look to him and say I don't bite Alright, so this is what I want you to do, I want you guys to God, take one step closer to the stage, yeah. This first song is called Relentless, and I'm so excited to sing it to a God who's alive, amen. Amen, let's just close our eyes, lift our hands in His place, just as the sign of this God, we honor you and we give you praise, and we say that you would have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. hands together. Let me sing a salvation. Salvation sounds a new beginning As distant hearts begin believing We'll sing Redemption's Bit. Redemption's Bit is unrelenting. Your love goes on.
2: Your love goes on. we we'll sing You Carry Us. You carry us, you carry us. When the world gives way, you cover us, you cover us we relentless grace. Come on, every voice. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. God, we'll sing it out. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Love is relentless, love is within sky.
1: We'll sing the time.
2: The time is up for chasing shadows. You gave a world a light to follow,
1: a hope that shines beyond. Tomorrow, your love goes on, your love goes on, we'll sing, you carry us, you carry us, you carry
2: us, when the world gives way, you cover us, you cover us, we through endless grace. Your love is endless Your love is endless Your love is endless Your love is endless sky Your love is endless Your love is endless One more time, timepsy out Your love is endless your love is relentless,
1: God. Come on, as the drum beat keeps on going, come on. This is what I want us to do. I want us to shout that out. Whatever it takes for you to just get crazy for Jesus in this place and just sing that to a God who's waiting for you to respond and worship. Come on, I don't care if you have to run around. I don't care if you have to do cartwheels. I don't care if you have to start doing a dance you only do when you're at home and the door is closed and no one's around. Just like, hey. you know, I don't care what it takes, all right? If you all start doing some salsa because you're Hispanic and you just salsa all the time. Whatever it takes for you to get out your comfort zone. That's what we're going for. Because let me tell you what. We serve a God who left all his glory, who left his kingdom, and became like us. You see, he wasn't like, I'm God, I don't get into that. And no, I'm God, and I'm getting all up in their mess. Come on, so I want us to go after God with the same love, and I want us to begin to prepare our hearts for God and what he's doing in this place. Amen? Some of you guys will thank me later at the end of service when God is touching your heart, and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I love God. It starts now. Amen. Don't think like I'm waiting for God to do something. No, he came and died on the cross. So now it's our turn to respond. Amen. Here we go. When we get to that part, your love is relentless. Some of y'all may be shouting it out. Actually, I want everyone to shout it out. Okay. I want everybody to sing it out, shout it out. And if you're moving, you're dancing, you're dancing. But look, it might feel weird. It might feel uncomfortable at first because you may be the first one. But trust me, God's going to bless somebody in this place, amen? Even if it's just for him and it's just for show, we're doing it because he's worthy, is he not? All right, sir, we're going to do this again. We're going to go from the top on this, son. That's the only way to do it justice. Y'all ready? You're so worthy, Lord, oh, yeah. Come salvation sounds. Salvation sounds a new beginning. As distant hearts begin believing. Come on, sing Redemption's Bid. Redemption's Bid is on, relenting. Your love goes on. Oh, your love goes on let get ready you carry us you carry us you carry us when the world gives way you cover us you cover us with your wind here we go This
2: space is shut it up. Oh. your love is relentless your love is relentless your love is relentless, your love is relentless, God. Your love is relentless, Go sing it out in this place. Your love, is your love is relentless,
1: your love is relentless, your love is relentless, God. The time is up for chase shadows. Come on, everybody, sing it out. You gave the world a light to follow. Come on, a hope that shines, a hope that shines beyond tomorrow. Your love goes on, yeah. Your love goes on. Come on, sing. You carry us, you carry us, you carry us. When the world gives way, come on, sing, you cover You cover us, you cover us with your endless grace.
2: Sing it out. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Your love is, relentless. Your love is re- come on, just the voices. Your love is relentless. Come on, say out. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless, God. Your love is... Re- If you praise the oh Lord, oh God, your love is unrelentless. Oh, you keep chasing after us.
1: You'll never give up. You'll never give up, oh God. Come on with all eyes closed in this place. Would you just begin to give the Lord some praise? Oh, oh. you chase after me.
2: You chase after me, oh God Oh, yeah Oh, Lord, this love Oh, this great love, oh God When I call on your name You answer when i fall you are there by my side yes you deliver me out of my darkness
1: now i stand in the hope of a new life come on sing it again when i call when i call on your name you answer when I fall, you are there by mine. Let me sing, you delivered. You delivered me out of my darkness. Now I stand in the hope of a new life. Come on, by grace. By grace, I'm free. You've rescued me.
2: Now, all I am is yours. Pulling every voice, sing it out. I found a love greater than life itself. I found a hope stronger in nothing compass. I once was lost. Now I'm alive in you. I come alive in You, oh oh.
1: I come alive in You. on, sing, You're my God. You're my God and my firm foundation. It is You. It is You whom I'll trust at all times.
2: Give glory, give
1: glory and praise, adoration.
2: Come on, sing it out. To my Savior who seated on high, I found a love, I found a love greater than life itself. I found a hope stronger enough. Compass. I once was lost But now I'm alive In you I found love. love oh, I found a love Sing it out Greater than life itself I found a hope Stronger And nothing compares I once was a loss, but now I'm alive in hey, you.
1: Oh, I found love.
2: yes, I found a love greater than life itself. I once was a loss, but now, now I'm found in you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, singing it again. I found a love. I found a love greater, greater. I found a hope stronger. I once was a loss. But now I'm alive in you, I come alive in you, I come alive in you, God,
1: I come alive in you. Come on, if we can turn off these lights up here i come alive in you we're just gonna focus in on the holy spirit right now just feel i'm so heavy in this place come alive in you god
2: come alive in you oh lord i come alive in you my god come
1: alive at you. That's what I want us to do, an attitude of prayer. Come on, with eyes closed in this place, no distractions. We're going to get this mic up here, this white mic. If my leaders back there can turn on the white mic. And Lawrence can come up here and make sure that it's turned on and the switch is good up here on the mic itself. That's what I want us to do. I want some of us to come up here and pray. Come on, as much as we can enjoy worship and sit back, I want you guys to be so involved because I feel the Lord doing something in this place. Amen. So just with my instruction as we go through this, we're just going to allow God to use some of you guys to minister back to each other. Amen. God's going to set some of you guys loose. You're going to come up here and pray. And man, you're going to come up here and pray. You gotta, may not know what for, but just start praying whatever God puts in your heart. And, man, you can testify. Come on, so with all our eyes closed in this place, so I'm just going to pray for boldness in this place. Come on, Father, I just pray, God, that you would raise up a generation, God, that wouldn't be ashamed of you. God, they wouldn't be afraid to to speak your name, to live for you in public amongst their family, amongst their friends, amongst their people in school, God. God, I pray that you would fill them up with your spirit and power, and God, that you would give them boldness in Jesus' name. Your word says and when your Holy Spirit fell upon the apostles in Acts chapter 4, that they began to speak your word boldly, God. So we do not call back. God, we're not ashamed of you. We're not afraid of the devil come on we just break every bondage of the devil in jesus name father will you loose their mouths, loose their tongue may there be a generation that cries out after you god give them boldness to start now god in your church in your house in jesus name so this is what we're going to do with all eyes closed in this place one at a time you guys can come up to this mic and just begin to pray amen pray whatever the lord puts in your heart You can pray for the service. You can pray for your friends. You can pray for this community. Leaders, you're more than welcome to come up here. Oh, Lord.
2: Oh, Lord.
3: Father, I pray for all these young souls, all my brothers and sisters. You guys are here for a special reason. You 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 were brought here by the Holy Spirit Because something brought you here It wasn't just your friends It was an act of God that you got here It was an act of God that you were here You are a special person He has a divine purpose for you A special purpose for each and every one of you You are all valuable to him Jesus said one man's soul is worth more than the entire world Your soul is worth more than the entire world He loves you he loves you father I pray the blood of Jesus over all my little brothers and sisters and that you use them in their families Lord that they may be yes, a light that points to Christ you use them in their Kneel schools down. you use them with their friends and I pray against any evil that comes against them any uh, oh. lies anything that from, comes from the television yes, God. friends from the neighborhood father I pray that they look Jesus. to you all and I pray these things in Jesus name and I love you guys too come on Jesus.
1: Come on, who's next? Come on up. Come on, take a step of faith. Be bold in this place.
0: Heavenly Father, I just thank you,
4: God, for tonight. And I thank you, oh God, for every person that's here, oh God. And I ask, oh Lord, that you would meet them, Lord. That as they worship you, they wouldn't care who's looking. They wouldn't care about their neighbor, oh God. But they would let you do what you do, now. Oh God, I ask for freedom, freedom in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I find every stronghold, oh God, everything that would just separate your children. And I ask for your spirit of freedom, God, that they would worship you in spirit and in truth. Jesus, oh. Oh God, we ask you for your children Oh God, we are your family We are your brothers and sisters I ask for strength Strength dear God In Jesus' name
2: Oh God Oh Lord Oh Lord
1: We want to be a generation that pursues you God We want to press in Lord Come on right now Let's Let's press in Let's press in
2: Oh, lift your voice, lift your voice, yeah.
1: Amen. If I can have some woman leaders, we're going to take a pause right here. If I can have some woman leaders just come up to the front. And Jaylene, can you do me a favor? Can you step forward right here in the, in the middle? We want to pray for you. Just feel the Lord. If I can have Christina, Carmen, staff, why don't you move forward and we're going to lay hands on Jaylene And <laughs> That was so precious. I just felt the Lord just have a stop what we're doing right here. We want to pray for you, Jaylene. Some of you guys may not know Jaylene and. Um, Jaylene has been coming to the youth group for some time ever since before high school and, uh, you know, God just put this on my heart as a word for you. Since you stepped out in faith, God's going to bless you. I feel like many of the times you felt like you look at your life and you judge yourself based on how good you can do things and how well, you know, you do things in the other people and you do a lot of striving to please people and you've been looking for that. You've been desiring that and God says he's pleased with you. God says He's pleased with you, and God's restoring your life. All the things, all the times you may have felt like, man, I wasn't doing anything, and God must be upset. God's not upset with you. He's proud of you when He looks at you. And I just want to pray over your life against any, any doubt, anything that might come against you, anything or anyone that might say, you can't do that anymore. I just want to speak in your life right now prophetically that you'll be a woman of God, a leader to your generation, that people would look to you, And said, man, I want to be more like Jaylene. I want us to be more like Jaylene. Because she has something in her life that I don't. So right now, I pray for you, Jaylene. In the name of Jesus, that you will be filled with the spirit of the Lord. That you wouldn't be afraid of a generation who would go against God. Who wouldn't follow him. Who would take the wide road. But that you would be a leader. Be filled with power. That the Lord himself... Would speak to your heart and mind that even back to your school you would go back and you would be a catalyst god would use you right away immediately to touch hearts to touch lives and i pray for your family in jesus name that they would come to the lord everyone in your family in jesus name that you wouldn't be distracted that you wouldn't be discouraged by what may happen around you but that you would be empowered by the holy spirit God, touch her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Empower her, Lord. May she never be the same in Jesus' name. God, may she never be the same in Jesus' name, God. Raise up a generation. Father, you, Jaylene, God, her time has come. Her time has come. We thank you, God, for her life. May you bless her, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Ladies, you can minister to her as we continue. This mic is open for some of you guys. I'm telling you, the Lord is in this place. Come on, he's blessing people. Come on, who just wants to come up here and just begin to pray? Whatever the Lord is putting on their heart.
5: Lord God, right now, Lord God, just pray for this youth. Lord God, for this youth group. Lord God. you just to come and fire, Lord God. Empower, Lord God, because I believe in this youth group, Lord God. You guys can rise up. You guys can be on fire and disciples. It, does, it doesn't matter what your friends say, what the school says, what society says about you, but I believe in every last one of you. You guys can be disciples. You guys can be on fire for the sake of the world. You guys can be holy spirit up. You guys can just rock this world for Jesus. Rock your high school. Forget what your friends say. Come on, y'all. Rise up. This is an army. You guys can be on fire. Power, she got say, she got a say, Holy Spirit. I just pray right now. that you touch down in place? She got a say, break chase. She got so I pray it's the devil right now. She got a say, you have no place here. We rebuke you. She got a say, rise up, be the guy, rise up, with of God. It's your time. She got a so high school. She got a say, be a voice in this dark generation. A light, she got a say, out We all believe in you, but more importantly, Jesus believes in you, Holy Spirit believes in you. Save your friends, they're heading to hell. Change your life, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for the time, Lord God. I just lift them up to you, every one of them, Lord. In your name I pray, Lord, amen.
1: Just a couple more minutes more. We usually don't get these opportunities to just go deep in worship. And man, as much as we can look at this and say this is normal service, man, this is the Holy Ghost time. Come on, just keep on coming up. Uh, God put on my heart right now that uh, it's just been burning right now. Like, there's someone, are there some people in this place that have something that they're just holding in them? They're just they're just holding in them and they don't want to let it go, but he wants you to let it go. And and there's there's some people right now like I could just feel it in my heart right now that they're just holding it tightly like they just can't let it go. But I encourage you just let it go because there's many things that I have let go that I thought I couldn't. And, and God and God's using me like you wouldn't even believe. So just open up your heart and just. Let new things come, because he will wash you new. Amen. Come on, let's respond to that. Come on. Come on, your brother said in this place. a I man. he feels that some people in here are struggling to let go of something. Come on, it can be an addiction. It can be a relationship. It can be a feeling. It can be maybe bitterness you've hold on to with some people have done to you in your life. Come on, we're going to respond to that word. If that's you in this place with all eyes closed, come on. I want you to take a step of faith and meet me here at this altar. Come on, God's gonna set you free from that. God's gonna deliver you. Come on, if that's you in this place, take a step of faith. Come on. No one said it's ever going to be easy, but we're having spiritual warfare, guys, in this place. Amen. Amen. leaders, would you surround them? Leaders, I just want you to lay hands on them. Guys were guys, girls were girls, so spread out. And just begin to pray over their life. Come on. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray the Lord that you will set them free of those things that they have in their life that they never thought they can let go. Right now, in Jesus' name, by your power, Holy Spirit, they are free. They are free in Jesus' name. No more dealing with the struggle. No more dealing with the feeling. Come on. No more in Jesus' name. Come on, leaders, pray for them. Oh.
2: Oh the sun sets free. Free who the sun sets free it's free anti who the sun sets free it's free anti yeah, yeah. oh, who the sun sets free it's free anti Yeah yeah who the sun sets free it's free anti Who the sun sets free it's free anti Who the sun sets free it's free anti Yeah yeah Oh, who the sun sets free is free and deep. Who the sun sets, go freedom in this place. Who the sun sets free is free and yeah, yeah. Who the sun sets free is free and deep. Who the sun sets free is freedom in this place. Freedom in this place.
1: come on if you're up here and you didn't get prayed for just keep your hand up for me please you want to make sure that you get prayed for God is doing something special in this time Holy Spirit would you move in power God break the spiritual bondage that it's in this place God, let it burn at these altars as they take a step in faith. Holy Spirit, meet them right now. We speak power in this place and in the lives of every heart. In Jesus' name. Come on. In Jesus' name. Come on, if you've been praying for, don't stop there. Just press in with the Lord. If you've already been prayed for or you're not up at these altars, just keep on pressing in with us. Holy Spirit, come have your way. Come have your way. come on we have time for one more person as you're being prayed for if you feel like you have something to share or something you want to pray out in this place come on god is already moving he's using some of you guys he's raising up a generation come on this mic is open for anyone
6: Us boldness, Lord God, even if it's just one of us, Lord God, representing Jesus, Lord God, allow us to see the legions that are with us, Lord God, the legions of angels, Lord God, that surround us, Lord. God, I pray, Lord God, that you would touch our lips, Lord God, our tongue, Lord God, with your
2: spirit, Lord, with God, Lord.
6: Lord God, the to purify us, Lord, in the of Jesus Lord, that we will not be held back by sin Lord God, that we will not be held back Lord God, by our history, Lord God our past but Lord that we will reach forward Lord God, to the upward calling of Christ Jesus. God I pray that you would have your way Lord. God I do we would do great things Lord God beyond these walls Lord God, in our high schools, in our communities, in our families Lord. have called many of us Lord God to be an example to our families Lord that our Lord our parents Lord God our brothers our sisters will see Jesus in us and through us and desire you Lord I pray that you would have your way Lord allow the youth Lord God to walk in the calling in which you have called them Lord bring out what you have put in Lord God in the name of Jesus all the gifts all the talents Lord God bring it to the surface Lord cultivate it Lord God resurrect, Lord God, within their lives, Lord, that Lord themselves would die, but that you would resurrect within us, Lord God, that you would live, Lord God, and that we would die, God. Have your way, Father. Be exalted mm-hmm. for your name, Saint Jesus. We thank you, Lord. I believe the blood of Jesus over this congregation, over yeah. your word that's going to go forward, Lord. May your word produce fruits of righteousness yeah. within us, Lord God, that we may grow in spirit and in Jesus. truth in Jesus' name, God.
1: We're going to close out singing the chorus of this song. The song is called Cornerstone, and everything that had happened right now, just an attitude of prayer, God is just leading us, amen. Man, you wonder what God may say to a, a group like you guys, your age. Like, Man, what, what does God want with us? What does he want to say? And God was using some of the leaders, some of your peers to speak that out. Amen. And, guys, I just want to encourage you encourage you never to be ashamed of the Lord and what he's doing. Never be ashamed of these times. God wants to draw you in here. Amen. So we're going to close out singing this part. In Christ alone. Amen. Just with all our eyes closed, let's pray this one out. God, we thank you for everything you're doing in this place. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, God, and we thank you for using us to be a part of it. In Jesus' name. Come on, every voice. Come on, listen Christ alone. Christ alone, cornerstone,
2: weak made wrong in the Savior's love. Through the A couple more times to sing that I your voice. in Christ alone, cornerstone, weakness, wrong, and the Savior's love through the storm, He is Lord, Lord of. A little louder now, Christ alone, Christ alone. Come, sing it out. We make the same love, through Lord of all. One more time, every voice. Christ alone, join us on Weakness wrong And the Savior's love Through the storm He
1: is Lord, Lord of all God, we thank you for this time, God. We know that you're not done. And so, God, we, we bless what you've done already in this time. God, we thank you for the students who who stepped out in faith. God, may it continue in their lives. And God, for those, God, who had words that didn't come up. God, Lord, I pray that you keep on blessing them with your voice, with your words. And God, give them boldness in Jesus' name. God, let this be a generation. Let us be a generation that stands up. God, when everybody's going one way, we'll go the other. God, that pleases you. So God, let us start in this place with every person, God. God, you the, the least among us, God, to rock this generation, to rock this world, God. We give you permission to have your way in our sermon and a fellowship for tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. If you guys can do me a favor, begin to make your way back to the middle. First and second rows for me, please. home oh. You guys can pull out your Bibles for me, please, as we get ready for service. Amen, 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 man. Come on, let's, uh, let's just close our eyes right now. Amen, as this song is playing, it's beautiful. You can leave it on, amen. Let's just reflect on what God is doing in your heart. Right now in this service, he's using people to speak. God Almighty in heaven, right now he's in heaven. By the power of His Holy Spirit, God coming amongst us and He's using us and He's opening up our mouths. He's giving us boldness to speak things out. And so we want to take close attention to what God is saying. We're not just saying whatever, you know, someone talks, you just don't pay attention. When God speaks, we listen. And we're going to get into happy here. Whenever God speaks, we're going to take time to reflect. What is He doing? What is He? What does that mean? And so we had several words come up here, up here, and, um. You know, God has drawn us closer, so let's just reflect even why, what the words meant for you. Maybe something was directly for you. Maybe you came up here received prayer. Let's just dwell on that and just thank the Lord. God, we thank you for speaking to us and using youth. You're not ashamed to use youth. You're not ashamed to use a generation, God, that sometimes may not get it all right. You take pleasure, God, in using people, broken, weak people. God, you do make all things beautiful. And God, we thank you for this service. We thank you for everyone here. Come on, 30 more seconds. Just reflect on what God is speaking to your heart. Fifteen more seconds, guys. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Amen. Many, many, many men. Amen. amen. We're so thankful that you guys are here tonight. Amen. Um, you know, we can't say that enough, you guys can be doing so many other things on a Friday night, but you spend that with us, and it's probably because I'm really cool, I get it. So I thank you guys for acknowledging it, um, you guys are keeping me humble, just kidding, just kidding, Let's your neighbor and say, he full of it, just kidding, don't say that, just kidding, don't want to do that to your pastor. Guys, I want to talk to you today, uh, about Jesus, surprise, um, Specifically, I want to talk about, as we get ready for school, how many of you guys legitimately are excited about school? Like, you cannot wait to go back to school. There are some people that are excited about school. I do not meet your enthusiasm, but bless you guys. How many of you guys are just excited to see your friends? I don't have any friends, that's sad. Oh, yeah, going to college, you're going to make friends. How many of you guys are excited, okay, for the possibility of getting straight A's some of you will be like that's a wish that's I, you're dreaming now you're in the clouds <laughs> um you know what guys as we get ready for uh, school i used to have all these weird um things i would i would do to get ready and um actually i was forced to do this you know every growing up i went to a private christian school and uh you know, we we had uh, we were a blast, so my parents always bought us new things. But then, you know, when we were kind of like learning to be frugal, you know, we kind of went back and mom said, hey, listen, we're doing some school shopping because the sales are out. You know, there's a certain week where sales go out, Target, they get everybody to come in. And, and so mom's like, hey, we're going to get ready to go do some stuff, but I'm not going to buy you things you already have. And this was always the tricky part whenever it came down to the Nieves household. My mom promised us that she had bought us things that we never had or at least that we couldn't find. Um, And so what we would do before we got ready for school, we would go back into the house and go look for things that we had. You know, because mom wasn't buying another folder when you have 12 of them, you know, the kind that don't break. I'm talking about the plastic kind that worked perfectly fine. You know, for me, um, you know, when I graduated, that was, I don't remember what I did with the stuff, Uh, Growing up, I had A's and B's. My parents never had to really worry about me, but when it came to this part of the school year, they had some trouble with me because I would always lose stuff. I would always forget where I put uh, pens. I would always forget where I put folders. And then one time, my mom comes back and is like, Adam, what do you need? I need everything. She's like, I know you don't need everything. I was like, Mom, you don't understand. Like, I need everything. She's like, okay. So she goes up and she has like this box of things that I had for school year. Apparently, all the stuff that I misplaced or lost She had, and she goes back, and she's pulling out folders, and she said, she counted one, two, three, she counted, like, five folders, and I'm like, you don't need folders, and I'm like, mom, I need folders, look at them, they're in bad condition, no, you can use them, mom, look at it, it's Star Wars, that's when I was in third grade, I can't use that, mom, I'm about to be in eighth grade, that's not cool, it has, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the guy I'm talking about, like, you know, the newer kind of version, I'm like, mom, that's whack, I can't go in there with that. It's like, it's fine. It's a folder. She made me. (laughs) She made me take that Obi-Wan Kenobi one in there. You better believe I never busted it out. So we had that weird tradition, getting ready. And, um, you know, I want to talk to you today about Jesus. Obviously, that's the best part. But specifically, many of us in our life, you know, we're looking for things. You know, in the same situation, looking for school supplies in my house, find it. Um. I want to get your attention I'm more on like the Christian life and, you know, and living for God. And it's going to be sound really spiritual, what I'm going to be saying. Some of you guys may be like, what is he talking about? Just stay with me on this one. The name of my sermon is called In Jesus. Can somebody say in Jesus? And here it is. I believe that everything you will need in life, you're going to find it in Jesus. As we get ready for this school year, high school, y'all, it's a beast, all right? God, I went to Lane Tech, and every day, I mean, Christina and I did Anybody else went to Lane Tech? None of y'all won't bless. Anyways, um, you know, Lane Tech, I mean, it's a huge school. I mean, it's it's super huge, and, and uh, you know, it was crazy. I mean, you see a lot of things that going to a Christian private school, you're sheltered from, you know, and you just don't see. You're just like, what in the world? And I remember being in school. It kind of changed a little bit of my character. I grew up in a Christian household. I loved God. I loved, you know, going after Him. I knew what it means to, I knew what it meant to be saved, and you know, the culture of high school, the culture of the people I hung out with, kind of affected me in such a way where I began to follow the crowd. And I'm going to tell you guys a, a couple of things that you're going to go in high school. And many of you guys are going to be great in high school. You're going to live for the Lord. Some of us might be struggling. Whatever you may find yourself in, whether you're at a moment where you realize, man, I can't do this anymore, like, man, it's going crazy all around me. Um, Maybe you're saying, God, I I need a job. I I need some money in the bank because I'm going hungry every week, or you got to provide for my family. Um, And we're going to get into a list of things that you're going to find in Jesus. And I want you guys to take good notes. You know, we're in this entire month. We're going to be looking at the Bible. So I got a whole bunch of scriptures for you guys that I want you to go back home because I believe that when I speak to you one thing, God can take what I give you and continue to speak in your life. Then that is just like, oh, that was good. No, take what what you get here, whatever the Lord is putting in your heart, go back home, digest it, get into it. I promise you, God would open up your eyes to the scripture and you'll be empowered and live a life that follows Jesus. Amen. So here it is in Jesus. This is what I'm going with, and I'm believing it because the Bible says you will find everything you need in Jesus. And I got a couple of things that we're going to be getting into. Somebody say strength. Strength. Um, You know, this is always cool because uh, you're going to realize how this is going to affect you and help you. You know, the Christian life, it ain't easy. It ain't easy being saved, y'all. The devil, the Bible says he roars um, like a lion. And he's going around prowling, looking for someone who he shall devour. I was on Facebook the other day, and I saw, like, this video. You know how, like, the video has a still of, like, whatever is going to be playing? And there was, like, this giant lion and a baby sitting next to us. So you're scrolling. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's a lion and a baby. Click play. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, there goes that baby. I'm, like, I'm getting ready because, like, oh, snap. That's going to happen, you know. Irresponsible parents caught her on YouTube, <laughs> you know. And so I'm clicking it, and I'm like, oh, and there it goes. And there was, like, an entire glass. It was totally safe. But the whole thing is that lion was, like, clawing at the baby. And the baby had his back to the lion. Yeah, it was oblivious to what was happening. And the lion kept on slapping the glass. And the parents were crying like, ooh, ooh. And the lion that makes this, it, it lunges for the baby. Like, it's behind the glass. So it was totally safe, but just scary. Um, so the lion lunges like literally the lion's jaw just expands and almost like you can look, if you size it up, like that lion could consume that entire baby. And then the baby's getting an idea like, man, what's going on? It looks behind. And then the lion keeps on going faster. Like, And I'm like, oh my gosh. Man, majority of the times in the spiritual world, that's what it looks like for Christians. You know, the devil is coming at you and he's going to use anything in your life He's going to put a lot of things in your way to get you, okay? You got to realize that, man, you know what? We had a time of worship here, and many of the things that we're doing here are spiritual, y'all. It's a spiritual warfare. I want to prepare you guys, because when school comes, y'all going to know what i mean. So, So strength, somebody say strength. God gives us strength when we have none. Now, here's the thing. What do you need strength for? Am I talking about the kind of strength you guys get when you work out? Like physical strength. You know, the Bible, interestingly enough, talks about situations and examples where God gave supernatural strength to people. So I don't want you guys to get this twisted and say God's going to make me strong whenever I get in a fight. So I'm just going to get into fights and God's going to give me supernatural strength to be oh boy up. That's not how it works. You see how it worked in the Bible? When these people were filled with the spirit, God gave them strength. It was to liberate or to do something to free the people of Israel. You know, for example, Samson. Samson was a Nazareth. He had a special vow, and he had supernatural strength. Think about it like this, like Hercules, but on a Christian level because, you know, Samson was saved. You know what I mean? And so another example is David, this, like, 18-year-old, this teen Goes up against a giant. He was six cubits and a, and, a, and a half. I believe that comes out to about nine feet. Think about it. The tallest NBA player to have ever played was seven, um, seven feet, six inches. And some of the tallest people are seven feet, one, seven, two, crazy. Joe Noah on the Chicago Bulls, he's 6'11". And the dude is tall. I work at Starbucks, and we, I was um, blessed to have some of these guys come in. And you're looking at them like, can I get you a coffee? He said, yeah, let me get that banana loaf. (laughs) I'm like, you got it. (laughs) Can I get your autograph? But, I mean, these people are huge. I'm not talking about, like, they're just tall, like Eddie up tall, one of the pastors here. I'm talking about, like, oh, snap. And David went against up a giant, and he won. He slaughtered the giant, took the giant's head. He actually took, took the giant's sword, cut off the giant's head. Crazy stuff happened. God gave him strength. The Bible talks about that same person, David. Tackling and fighting lions. Literally, he was a shepherd, and the job of a shepherd was to take after the sheep. And whenever a sheep would go astray, David would go off and fight lions and bears. Now, I know I'm a man. I know I love Jesus, but I fighting no lion. <laughs> okay? I don't believe God's going to give me that kind of strength. <laughs> I'm going to walk up into Lincoln Park Zoo and be like, I feel the Lord giving me strength right now. That's what He. That's what he wants to do. What you mean? Like, check this out. What's good, lion? Roar. Peace. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> um. So you know, that's not how it works. Just be very practical. Strength to live the Christian life when you can't do it anymore. Man, it's like, like for example, did you feel like quitting? It's like I, I can't do it. You know, working out. Like I'm getting back into working out. If y'all haven't noticed by the the flexing, I'm trying to like be more like, uh, see that tricep action. Okay. If y'all don't see it, y'all, i pray for y'all. But, you know, I remember, like, you know, working out, the best way you get a workout is when you push. Like, when you can't do the last rep, you're like, ooh. And then someone there's encouraging, them, Hey, go, 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 push it up, push it up, push it up. And they help you. They literally, they don't pick it up for you, but they spot you. And they give, like, little taps to help you out. But you're doing most of the pushing, and you can barely get it out. Like, when you think you have nothing left, and you got one more. It's like, oh. Woo! I mean, you feel good about it. You feel like a man, ladies. If maybe that crunch, <laughs> that's how it works for the ladies. Ooh, I did it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just work with me, you know. But here it is. God gives us strength like that, okay? You know, He's not going to come in and and just like poof, make the situation change automatically just because you prayed. Or in your life, when you say like, "I, I just can't do this," like I got. People making fun of me. I, I, I got my parents, you know, you know disowning me. I, I can't do it. I got no more strength. I'm discouraged. I have nothing left. Open up your Bible to Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verses 28 to 31. Isaiah chapter 40, and we'll start in verse 28. God gives us strength, and we're making it clear. It's very practical for everyone. Strength. Here we go. When you have none, God gives you His strength. Isaiah, chapter forty. We'll start in verse twenty. I love this. It's in the Old Testament, um, and it's a prophecy. The Book of Isaiah is prophetic, and it talks about what God would do for His people. So it applies for us. We can read this and say, Man, that is for me. Even though they were talking to a people back then, you know, who were going through some things, God, by His Holy Spirit, is speaking to us today. So we're going to start in verse 28. It says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. You guys got to catch that. You see, the author, he's setting. He's setting you up so you guys can realize, like, man, you know what? I- I'm not just taking this in, like, whatever. God is good. No. He's saying, t- this is who our God is. Hey, listen up. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Ever walk into a, uh, you know, situation where, like, man, it's, man, you know what? We just, for example, how about this one? Like, ever walked into a uh, your house and um, you smell pizza? You just like... I know what that's, man. That's pizza. You walk in there, it's pizza laid out. Your family's like, hey, we're having pizza tonight. It's like, what? What do you mean? You didn't hear? Yeah, your brother got, you know, straight A's. We're going to celebrate because that boy never gets straight A's. Really? Pizza time. (laughs) But it's that good. It's like, hey, you don't know? Have you not heard? Check this out. The Lord is everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth It's establishing God's credibility. Hey, you can trust this guy. This guy created the earth. You ever create the earth? No, I had nothing to do with that. He did. The creator of the ends of the earth, he will not grow tired or weary. It says it right there. Does God grow tired? God get tired. No, no, no. Does he get weary? Ever work a long day, like from nine to like nine, just like, I can't do it no more. It's like, no. See, the creator of the ends of the earth is in charge of the entire earth, and he does not grow tired and weary. Think about the power that takes. To give everyone strength, to give everyone, you know, what they need in life. And so he does not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. How, he, how does he do it? He just does it. I, I can't think about it. Like, there's millions and millions of people on the earth. He does it for everyone. He does it for everyone. How? I, I don't know. He's God. Can't fathom it. 29. He gives strength to the weary. Our God doesn't grow tired or weary. So what does he do? He gives strength. To the weary, and increases the power of the weak. Anybody ever felt weak? Anybody ever weary? Being a Christian, I know I have plenty of times in my life. And if you're saying like, man, that's never happened, it's because you're not living to the fullest. Hello, and we're going to get into that. He gives strength to the weary, and increases the power of the weak. Verse 30: Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Our God can make this promise in his word. And when we read it, we don't have to feel like, is he really going to give me strength? We can believe it. See, so majority of the times you guys need to go back to scripture, read that and believe by faith he's giving me strength. See, a lot of people, I get this, like, man, I, f- I feel like I can't do it anymore. I feel like uh, I can't go on. You know, I've had the opportunity and the privilege to talk to a lot of people. And when it comes to the Christian walk, they come in. It's exciting times because God, you know, by the power of his spirit, touches people. But i like, dude, I can't do it. For whatever reason, temptation comes in your life, and you're just like, dang, I, I messed up. I, I can't. Get back into the word of God. Isaiah 40 says he gives you strength when you have none. Hello? How about this? Peace. You know, peace is one of those things like you never really appreciate it until you're in a moment where like all things are going crazy. You hear me? You, you never realize how precious peace is until you get into a crisis. Some of you guys can enjoy it now, but man, we definitely see our need of peace in trouble. You know? Has anybody ever had any problems? Any drama? Anybody in drama right now? You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all in drama, and uh, some of y'all got there on your own. Some of y'all, it wasn't your fault. But here it is. God gives us peace. How does God do that? How does God give me peace? Does he just like brainwash me and say, hey, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay? You know that when a, a child cries, um, what it's desiring is the warmth and the comfort of, you know, the parent. You know I, I've had uh, cousins, and um <laughs> just I've had little weird things like when my when my uh, cousin Brian was born, um, you know, I'm this is like the first time I'm seeing like a baby, the parents. I'm like I have cousins that are like maybe a couple years younger. Brian um, was born a lot later, okay. Uh, I remember the day, probably when he was conceived, I'm like cousin I'm like, why are you sleeping over at my house? Oh, mom and dad went to a hotel. What are they doing at a hotel? oh, they're going to have fun or have fun. Mom, dad, uh, you, let's go play games and have fun. And I remember, and I'm like, oh, I know when you were born. <laughs> but um, here's the thing. He was the youngest one, and I never experienced because you grew up with your cousins, everybody's baby that time. You don't really have a good understanding that's a baby. Oh, a baby's kiss, kiss, kiss. But I remember, it's like, oh, this is a baby. He's, he's learning things. And so I always had, like, a thing. I'm like, I want him to say my name first. I don't want him to say... Dad da, that ma, mama want him like Adam. So when people were left, I would go right up to like the crib. He's in, like rocking him. Adam, Adam, Adam. So when his parents come up to him, say, "Mama, Adam." Yes, I was I was so hoping. I don't know why, but I had that weird thing. But I remember when I would do that, the baby would freak out sometimes. Not all the time. I'm a good cousin. He'd freak out sometimes. He'd start crying. I'm like Adam. I start crying. Adam. It wouldn't work. And people will come in, what happened to the baby? He's just crying. That's what babies do. You can get away with that because babies, that's what they do. Okay? They still don't know that. I don't think so. But anyways. <laughs> uh, I remember he was crying. I'm just like, ah. Oh! And I picked him up. Nothing happened. You know, my mom picked him up. Nothing happened. My little sister picked him up. Nothing happened until mom picked him up. I'm just quiet. I'm like, man, that's. That's just what his mom, what about the dad? Dad took him on, me and picking him up, walking around. He's just, still, I don't care in the world. He's okay. You know, I, I kind of look at peace the same way. When we go through things like that, man, we, we're just like, ah, I can't do it anymore. Oh, my gosh, like, I, I'm going to lose my head. This, this, it's going crazy. In the midst of our problems, God gives us peace. Open up your Bibles to John chapter 8. John chapter 8, and um, it's here we're going to find a story of Jesus, you know, giving peace to a woman. Now, Here's the thing, we're not going to get in this life without facing some issues, some trouble. The Bible doesn't promise us that everything is going to be a walk in the park, okay? I want to make that clear for everyone. You guys don't miss it. Like, man, the Christianity is not working out for me because I still have a lot of problems. No. Uh, Christianity works because when you allow God in your problems, he gives you strength. He gives you peace. He works in the midst of your situation. Okay? So specifically peace. And here's a story in John chapter 8 of a woman who had no peace. I'm talking about her life was drama times ten. I'm talking about this lady was a diva, and she was bad, okay? All right, I'm not talking the kind of bad, like, you know, what she's wearing, like, Daisy Deuce. I'm talking about the kind of bad, like, she's sleeping around with other men who are married, okay? She's bad. Okay, she's the kind of girl that you look at her like, man, that girl is sucia. Like, you, uh, Get away, Susia, go. You know what I mean? It's one of those. And you're not looking at her like, oh, Dito, look at her. You're like, uh-uh, stay away, hide your kids, hide your wife, all of it. And so Jesus, Jesus finds himself in John chapter 8, and he goes to a place, and you know Jesus is doing his thing. He's preaching to people. He's loving on people. And the religious people of that time, the people who were supposed to help out, they go, and they try to trap Jesus. I'm going to give you the the Adam version of the story. Um, They try to trap Jesus because at that point in time, they were jealous of Jesus because Jesus was getting attention. People were following him. Jesus was doing miracles. And these people wouldn't accept that Jesus was the Messiah. They wouldn't accept that Jesus was God and the teachings of Jesus were true. It's like, man, we're going to get this guy to trip up because who does this guy think he is? Watch. Here we go. So they go and they find this woman. In the act of adultery. and You got to understand this, that they didn't just go take her off the street. She's just walking. The lady was in the act of sleeping with another man. They go into the place, bust her, and drag her out. So you got to get this picture in your mind. She's over here like doing her thing. Drama for your mama. I mean, being dirty. And that's all she knew. I mean, think about it. You think a woman like that is having peace in her life. If sex was the answer to a lot of problems, why do you look at a prostitute and realize, man, they look like they have a whole bunch of issues in their life? Sex doesn't solve anything. And this woman was just addicted to it. And she was going around. She was looking for love. And she was finding, she was trying to find it in the men. And so, she, I mean, drama. You don't, we don't know the story of this woman. Like if she had her parents in her life. We don't know that. But we just know that, man, Jesus comes into contact with this woman. Jesus is brought. Or uh, rather, this, brought, this woman was brought to Jesus. So the, the Pharisees, the religious people, they throw her. They're dragging her. And this woman has no... These men are bringing her. And she's like, probably, let me go, let me go. She's probably feeling ashamed. So she's not fighting back as much, but she's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. She, she's probably crying around, Afraid for her life. Because these men catch her like, you know what? They're going to bring it up. And Jesus, they bring her before Jesus. And they throw her in front of Jesus. And Jesus... Here's a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Now, the law of Moses requires that we stone such a woman. What do you say? What do you say, Jesus? They were trying to trap Jesus. And Jesus, being Jesus, he, he looks at it all, just gets you know, to the floor, and, and he's writing on the floor. We don't know what he's writing. You know, Some people have theories like he was writing the girl's name or... You know, he was drawing a smiley face. You don't know what Jesus was drawing on the floor, but Jesus' reaction, the people are trying to get Jesus. Jesus, what are you going to do? There's this woman. The law requires that we have to stone her. We have to kill her. What are you going to do, Jesus? Still, he kept down. Verse 7, it says, when they kept kept on questioning him, he straightened up, and he said to them, let anyone of you who is without sin... Be the first to throw a stone at her. Woo! I love that answer. I'll read it one more time. Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. He was adding some hair, drawing the body, stick figure. I don't know. Verse 9. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left. This is, this, is, this is awesome. There was a crowd of people there to watch. Like, hey, it's going down. You know, they were following Jesus. They were hearing Jesus teach. And so a crowd comes around. Now they're just like, uh-oh. Like, they got Jesus now. And here's this religious people thinking, like, we're going to catch Jesus. He's going to kill this woman. So here it goes. And all of them leave except for only Jesus. You got a picture of this story. It's a crowd of people, okay? Crazy. Killer, killer, stoner, her, stoner. And she just, Jesus is still. See, Jesus, you got to look. The Bible says that he is the prince of peace. Catch this. The Bible says about Jesus, he is the prince of peace. So the entire time while chaos was going around Jesus, he's in peace. Because he is peace. He's the prince of peace. When you're the prince of something, you don't just have a little bit of it. You got a lot of it. I'm not talking about you had a whole backyard for you. I mean, you have a whole like infinite amount of for. You know, I was just, it's infinite. So Jesus, the embodiment of peace, he's just, he's in peace. He's not tripping. It's not like Jesus when they're coming up, it's like, oh, snap. I, I, I got, I'm Jesus and I know that she has like issues. Uh-oh. Quick, hide. He's not doing it. He just stoops down and Only Jesus and her were left. And and Jesus says this. He says, Jesus straightened up, verse 10. Jesus straightened up and asked her, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? Verse 11, no one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. We're talking about peace. If you want to know what Jesus is like in the midst of all your chaos, Things going around, people saying things to you, you just don't know what to think in your family. Whatever it may be, okay, when you get a job, when you get a job, your manager, I mean, craziness surrounds you. Jesus himself is the Prince of Peace, and his response to this woman typifies what he does for us when he gets us alone with him. Bible says that It was just her and the, and the woman, and Jesus said, hey, where are they? He was affirming to her, hey, listen, be okay. What's, what's going on around you now? examining the situation. Well, no one, sir. Neither I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. You see, the people were totally right. They were totally right, and they they brought up the law. They quoted it perfectly. Jesus, he was looking at the heart. And so I believe that in our times of of the biggest struggle and our problems, God is there to bring us peace. Amen? Not just the kind of peace that it's going to be okay. But, like, a peace that makes you still, like, it's going to be okay. I'm good. God has given us peace. Whenever your family gets crazy, listen to me, guys. I know I, I have a crazy family, but you guys probably have crazy families too. Okay? I love my family. Man, sometimes they can just, like, get crazy for the littlest things. You know what I mean? And in your life, things are going to happen. And God says, hey, the storms are going to happen. But in the midst of a storm, God can give you peace. Amen. See, the absence of a storm doesn't mean that there's peace. But in the midst of a storm, we can have genuine peace from Jesus. Amen. So I just ask you that whenever those times come, pause. You just stop. Pause. Take time. Say, God, just speak to my heart right now and let him fill you with peace. Get into the word of God. Remind yourself this is who God is. God, you never grow tired, you never grow weary. you never get tired of giving me peace, coming to help me. God, give me peace for my mind. Many of you guys, you guys struggle a lot with your mind. You know, some of the things you guys may be struggling about, I mean, it just, as you get older, the things that you think about and you worry about and the things that become uh, things that you just get anxious about, they just get more. Like, you start off and well, you're five years old, you got no care in the world. You know, you get to six years old, like, man, my crayons are running out. You're stressing about your crayons. Hey, you know what, you get to seven years old, like you're getting toys and now people wanna play with your toys and now like, hey, they're playing with my toys, they might break it. You're getting anxiety attacks thinking like someone else might break your toys. And when you get older, you know, you're riding and you're getting on a bike and like, I might fall, scrape my knee, break a leg. And then you get to a place where you're in high school, like, hey man, you know what? It just goes on and goes on and when you get a family, my kids, a job, you know, I mean, I don't think that you're never gonna go in a place where, like, God's gonna give me peace. And that's it. And if I fall out and things happen in my mind or in my life, then God doesn't give me peace or I messed up somewhere. That's not how it happens. Sometimes you need to just take a moment in the midst of where you're at and say, God, I ask for peace in Jesus' name. Peace. The devil may come up and distract you, devil may come up and put things in your life to orchestrate havoc. It's happened. It happens, examples in the Bible, it may happen in your life. Like, what in the world is happening right now? Mom and dad arguing, what the heck? They were just fine the other week. They went out and they went out to dinner. They loved each other and like, divorce? Oh, come on. I don't know what it's like for you guys, but I know a God in the midst of your situations that can give you a genuine peace, not a just tap on the back, it's going to be okay, but someone who's going to hold you. Hey, when everything is going on and you're crying, like, I, I don't know what to do, like like the baby illustration. He'll hold you. And he'll be with you. Amen. The thing about Jesus in our, in our, in our, in our darkest moments and the times, he's right there. I mean, he is right there. He's not far away. He's not like, hey, is it okay? He's more like, hey, I'm right here. I don't. I don't know how that works in the Christian's life. I just. I just. Know every time that I got into a place where, man, I am hurting. Man, I need some. I need God to give me just a piece of my mind because I'm a, I'm about to explode. He's right, close by. I don't have to. Where is he? He's. He's right here. Just get along with Jesus. Amen. Um, just for time's sake, I have so many more, but I'm gonna go for the last one, and we'll bring this up next week in Jesus provision. Somebody say provision. Something about the cash, y'all. Unfortunately, you know, we live in a society, very fortunately, we live in a society that we cannot do things um, by just well-wishing. Okay? Um, I wish that, uh, you know, I can pay off my school loan by going up to the place and like, hey, you know what, I don't have money, but... I have a guitar. Can I sing you a song? Does that count for anything? Can you just wipe it? It doesn't happen like that. You don't walk into the, cor- the corner store and be like, hey, listen, you know what? I don't have money, but I have these magical black beans. Okay? They look like pinto beans, but they are not. You just plant them somewhere, you're going to see it go up in the trees. You're going to go to a place where there's giants. Trust me, buddy. It ain't happening like that. Provision. Money. We need it. We need it. Families need it. You know, you have like this this idea of money. Like, man, it just it just appears. You wake up every morning when you're a child, there's food on the table. You don't think about it. Like, it's just there. Th- thank you, God. You know, that's it. Thank you, Lord. There's food. You know, and then you get to a place where you realize, like, okay. I know that if we don't have money, we don't have food. If we don't have food... My stomach begins to hurt. My stomach begins to hurt. I'm going crazy. Okay. And so God looks after us. He doesn't want you to go crazy. (laughs) God provides for you. You know, I'm speaking to you guys. You guys are probably, how many have a job by show of hands? You got a job? Praise God for you guys. Okay. All right. Um, You know what? Getting a job is, is I encourage you all to do that. Get into the place where you work, put your hands to use. But, man, in our times of need, when you can't do it for your own, God provides for us. Open up your Bibles really quickly to Luke 12. Luke chapter 12. God provides for his people. You know, and I want to get this in your heart so that you can pray this over your family. You know what I mean? Like, man, you do not you may not think, like, I don't need a job. I don't need to worry about that. But maybe you may know somebody that, you know, is going through a struggle, or maybe your parents are, or, or maybe that's affecting your life, you know, God is never in lack, amen? In closing, Luke chapter 12, Luke 12, praise God, Luke 12, 22, here we go, the, the title of this part says, do not worry, somebody say, do not worry, okay, say that again, do not Not worry. Okay, here we go. What I'm going to tell you to do is what the Bible says. Do not worry. Okay? This is good stuff right here. Verse 22 to 34 talk to us about do not worry. You know who's talking here? Jesus. Jesus is talking to you guys. Do not worry. Hey, calm down, all right? Put the Cheetos down. Do not worry. It's going to be okay. Right, you know, some of you guys, like, eat Cheetos like it's the last thing you're going to eat. In like, you never had a meal. Do not worry. God provides for us. He is never in lack. Verse 22. Let's read this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, his people that follow him, let's, he says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, where you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Hey, don't worry about it. Verse 23, for life is more than food and the body more than clothes. He's getting their minds off of earthly things. Verse 24, consider the ravens. Do, they do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who, are you, who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? So no one ever wakes up today saying, "Man, I never have enough things to worry about. I need to go back to yesterday's problem and worry about yesterday's." No, every every day has its trouble of its own. And God said, "Hey, listen. When you're with me, I'm taking care of you. Don't worry about it. Hey, I got your back." Verse 27. Consider how the wildflowers go. God is kind of like schooling us here. He's kind of getting us to a place. Where, Think about this, like. Think about it. Get your minds off of whatever somebody else may have. Like they have more than me. They have better clothes. But get your mind off of that. Take, look, look at nature. Look at the earth. Look what I created. I take care of the ravens. They don't have any barns. They don't have any storerooms. But yet they're fed. I take care of them. And he's getting a little simple. He's like, consider the wild flowers that grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon, all his splendor, was dressed like one of these. Hey, you see these? You see the flowers? See, Solomon and all his party, his crew, they didn't look as good as that. See, I take care of it. Verse 28, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom first, and these things will be given to you as well. Here it is. You're going to find everything that you need in Jesus. Man, I want to tell you guys, I was blessed. The other last weekend in closing, I had a job interview uh, to work in an alternative school as a youth mentor. A uh, paid salary, really nice. And, um, you know, it's really perfect hours, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And um, I went in the day of. It was a Friday. And I go in there. I, I think I nailed it. And they said, hey, do you have time for a second interview? I'm like, Cool. Had a second interview there. Called me Monday morning. Hey, listen, we want to offer you the job. I was like, what? Are you serious? Like, yeah, we're going to start you off at this. What? For real? Like, yeah, yeah. And Man, I can't tell you how much, you know, I just was stressing about, like, man, am I going to always be in Starbucks? Am I going to just, like, give people their coffee? And God, are you going to bless me? Are you going to provide for me? And God says, hey, don't worry about it. I got your back. Man, when I take time to find my provision in Jesus, I have everything that I will ever need in God. He has it. I will have everything I need in God. My provision. Not just for me, but you can say that too. You have everything you will ever need, not for yourself, for your family. Everything you'll need in Jesus. He provides. He's never unlike. And he says to you, don't worry about it. Come to me. Seek my kingdom. In closing, can we stand? Guys, go back and, you know, go over these scriptures and let the Lord speak to you. You know, we highlighted three places in our areas in our life, strength, peace, and provision. And, um, you know, these are areas that everyone somehow, some way is affected by it. It's not, I, I don't need money. Maybe your parents do and they're struggling and it's causing all these problems between the family. And Or maybe you need peace because, you know, something happened, it's causing drama but you need strength for yourself. In closing, let's close our eyes, and um, I want us to pray our way out of here. You know, if Lawrence can come on up here, I want you to grab my um my iPad. I don't want to want you to play this song for us in closing. I'm gonna let this song play, and I want us to pray to it. And um, it's actually the song Cornerstone that we that we sang at the end. Amen. And the chorus goes a little like this. In Christ alone, the cornerstone, where the weak's made strong in the Savior's love. I want us right now for this, these three areas in our life, strength, peace, and provision. Okay? I want us to pray over those areas. And we want to come in agreement with you that you're going to find these things in Jesus. You're not going to find it because I told you to find it or because it's going to get better. Right now, you can find those things in Jesus. Right now. Every person. It's not like he's holding anything back right now. So, with all eyes closed in this place, God, we take you at your word, God. And, and God, there are people here with real I lives and real issues, God. And we come to you at this time. God, we just pray it right now, Jesus, over these three areas in our lives that we're going to need strength, peace, and provision. Come on, I want you guys for the next two minutes, I want you guys from your own words, from your own heart, from your own just mind, to just cry out for God. If you're saying, man, I don't need those things, then bless you. You're a lot better off than than a lot of people. But if you're saying, "Like, man, I, I need strength. I need strength to be a an obedient son. I need strength to be an obedient daughter to my parents. Maybe you're saying, I need peace in my life because, man, I, I get so worked up over little things. And whenever this happens, I just don't know. And I tend to like think it through and whenever I can't understand it I get worried and maybe you're in this place and you're saying I need God to provide for my family, we're struggling right now financially, come on let's just pray right now and say God you're holding nothing back from us and God you will pour it out so graciously and we pray for every heart every student in this place that God by your power Jesus that everyone would overcome God, that you would give strength to the weak. That, God, you would give peace to the weary. The Lord, you would provide for your children. Come on, church. Let's take the next minute and a half. Just pray. Pray. Come on.